Welcome back to the Joe Mobley Show. I'm Joe Mobley. They are not. This is Charlie and Dave. And uh, this is where we're talking uncloseted conservatism, sharing thoughts, opinions, and beliefs, no matter the consequence or the circumstance. I'm going to bump this desk a lot because I never sit over here. How are you doing? This is our second visit. I think we were here six months ago or yeah, something yeah. like that. Thanks for having us back. Yeah. yeah. We, did, we didn't have alcohol either time. Actually, can I have this is water, but can I have that? Sure, it is. <laughs> we did have alcohol afterwards last time. We did. Mm-hmm. This would be a steep drink. It's filled to the top. Awesome. <laughs> oh, Make for a fun water. podcast. So my the, eyes have been crazy dry. I've been chugging water and I cut back on coffee the last few days because I don't know if it's the new office or what, but my have been like freaking desert eye. Uh, so something you're allergic to. Um, so the privilege topic, right? Um, privilege bingo. Privilege dog, bingo. Dog privilege. Well, so, so I mean, here, here's one of the things I find fascinating about the whole privilege thing. You know, it used to be, one of the things people would say is, you know, I, I want to work hard in, in high school so I can get in the right college. I want to go to the right college so I can get a good job. I get a good job. I can make money and live in the right neighborhood. This was always a good thing. And now if you do all of that, now you're privileged. And that's not fair to the people that didn't do it. You know, and so you keep in mind, too, you can have you could have two couples they go to the exact same college, graduate with the exact same degrees. One couple then blows their money. They travel, they party. The other saves up. Maybe they have some better things for their kids. But all of a sudden that becomes the one with the better things for the kids. Mm-hmm. They're privileged and that's not fair. And they're bad people. It's the ant and the grasshopper reversed. Yeah. Where the ant is then castigated for not doing the right thing. And, uh, um, the grasshopper gets everything. Is that yeah. the right? Is that the right uh, story I'm telling? Uh, With the, the the one that the animal that gathers and the animal that squanders. The the ant was it the turtle and the um, that's the tortoise and the hare. The tortoise that's, and the hare. But whatever no, the, I think the case is, be. yeah, or it just turns the whole, the whole old fable that told you to be good, to be um, careful, to save things, and all that. Yeah, it gets turned on its head because. Yeah. Someone's not get you're not getting the equity, you're not getting the fairness. Well, and if you want to say, okay, the way you, you fix that, then what privilege means is the family that saved their money and did the right thing, they need to the right thing is for them to give to the family that partied and blew their money. But then what are you telling people? You're saying you're a fool for saving up and not uh, yeah. you know and working hard and investing. Uh, because society will just dole it out and even everything. Well, so yeah, that's it's us. kind of ridiculous, that, right? That's us. <laughs> we paid off $93,000 of debt and awesome. largely student loans. And at some point, we're going to look the fool because the government's going to yeah. wipe that thing out. But they're still going to give out the loans. They're going to be like, oh, this is a crisis, an emergency. We need to wipe the slate clean, but we're mm-hmm. also piling on to the pile. It's nonsense. But, uh, but so, and, and you know, so what is, so we were looking at the privilege bingo, but um, you can go down a whole list of things. You know, some people are taller, some people are shorter, some people are better athletes, some people are Le- naturally. LeBron James, why? It's unfair. I'm 6'1. Why can't I be LeBron James? That's right. Why can't I, I be LeBron James? <laughs> 
yeah, why is it that, uh, yeah, the the smallest guy in the league isn't making as much as LeBron James? That's true. Some people persevere well, more. making $15 million to not play basketball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why, but, why isn't the NBA, WNBA making the same amount as the, the NBA? We're not talking about that. We're talking about soccer, but we're not talking about the LeBron James versus someone on the, the Mystics. Well, they focus on stuff. They make us focus. They, you know, yeah, big they, whomever, they do. make us focus on stuff that doesn't matter because I'm like, no one gives a crap about soccer or the WNBA <laughs> or whatever the last. Oh, remember when that girl went missing? And I, I know a number of people at the Bureau and law enforcement agencies all across the, the nation from previous work. Um, but the girl, she went missing and her boyfriend was like kind of shady and then he went missing. Oh, laundry? Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the wilderness. That happens all the time. <laughs> that, that type of case is open in every other county in the United States. But that one was plastered but all over. for some over. reason, it caught fire. Well, it did it. They... When I was in grad school, I had the unfortunate, uh, the unfortunate event of visiting CBS uh, New York, and what is her name? Laura O'Donnell O'Connell. Oh, Laura O'Donnell. She's, she's yeah. Yeah. a star yeah, yeah. for them. Oh yeah, uh, big time. For them being lefties, you know who you are, and uh, and you know she came and she talked about how she overcame this and that and the other. But part of that trip with this GW class was they took us into the back where the producers are and stuff and kind of showed us behind the curtain a little bit and they have this thing they call it the wires and it's like real time it's a huge data operation about what's trending what people are looking at right now and they can segment it however they want based on whatever demographics race gender incomes area of country how much time you're reading it how if you go through the first third the second third of the full page all that stuff Uh, and they use that to kind of talk about what's relevant, what's trending, what should get the most viewership. That case would not have been on those wires, guaranteed. Sometimes they select something. There's no way that case would have been in there. And you can go back and look, and there were other similar cases that might have more intrigue and more strange circumstances. Yeah, so well, they, it makes you wonder, well, what, what was it about that case that caught their attention that that elevated it. Biden probably had a stroke and they didn't want everyone to go back. <laughs> okay. You know, there could be things like that. It's like, you know, did you did you ever see Social Dilemma? Wasn't it called Social Dilemma? The Netflix? Oh, Social Network? No, not Social Network. Oh, this is the one. This Social Dilemma is about so how we're being manipulated by algorithms mm-hmm. that Facebook and Google and everything uses. And I mean, it's fascinating. It, it's stuff. I know a lot of that stuff already, but it went in a lot more depth. I mean, it, I would recommend watching that because, yeah, they're they're constantly measuring what catches people's attention. They're then refocusing uh, people back on these subjects again and again to, to, you know, to keep you on the phones and to keep you looking at stuff. But, um, TikTok's got people. I heard something like an t- hour and forty-five yes. minutes that got people on there per session. I guess. Wow, that's a, that's a well, lot, a lot yeah. of short yeah. videos. But but what's disturbing yeah. too is to you know China. it's one thing to grab our attention, <laughs> but it's another thing when you do this to kids and you find out it's really causing depression in kids. It's causing suicide rates, and but it doesn't matter. They want the eyeballs. And they'll do whatever it takes to get that stuff. Oh, I've still got the the equity bingo up here. 
let's let's get back to our the the but uh, the the equity subject is it's um, the the privilege bingo. Oh yeah, it is fascinating. They're they're playing this, and for people that don't know, it's every other day Virginia is dominating the news cycle. It's either <laughs> Loudoun County or Fairfax County or something at the state level. And the, that that's the news bingo. Which element of Virginia? Loudoun, Fairfax, or state? And uh, it's Fairfax today. <laughs> it's, it's, it's privilege bingo culminating in, in, you know, the things that are, of course, bad, being white, Christian, or Christian, male. But there's one on there, and this link will be in the description. There's one on there that children of military service members are privileged, and that's a that's a negative equity point, which just blows wow. my mind. Wow. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah. And see, this goes back to something I've said to folks, which is um, for anyone that welcomes the sort of um, you know demonization or bashing of the bad white folks, um, you can bet when when that sort of concept becomes acceptable, then it goes to the next group and it'll go to the next group and it'll go to the next group because, you know, uh, the Asians are now the new white folks. Right. And then the Indians Here's are going to become successful. Yeah. You mm -hmm. can't, they, you can't let them into Harvard. But yeah. Because they study too hard. It's because they've got they, a two parent family that makes them privileged. Whoa. Uh, whoa. They, <laughs> whoa. Two parents. Yeah. Cause he, that, that's, that's one of the bingo things too. Um, let's be honest. One of them's a guy, one of them's a girl. That, that's, <laughs> that let, let's be honest. But, well, two parents, I'm sure. But yeah, but they go, then they, it, it's one group. Two parents. Huh? Buttigieg's kids have two parents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I had noticed. Um, yeah, they had the, the second kid. I saw a picture. I'm like, those kids are so close together in age. How is that possible? <laughs> it's kind of a joke. Yeah. Sorry, about that. I just feel sorry because one day, you know, one of them's going to try and nurse him. It's going to be like Peter Griffin from Family Guy. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know well, the clip. Yes, I do. The funny thing is, too, they had them both. They showed both Buddha Judge and his husband in the hospital bed. In the bed, they look like they, <laughs> you know, work. like they both just given birth and they're in yeah. this. The whatever it it's was, a it's like fantasy for them. What? Like you heard it here first, folks. I'm a Bradley certified birthing coach, and I, for our four children, I worked harder in the L and D process than those two idiots <laughs> did when someone else had their kids and just brought them over, and they're like, "Oh, sprinkle some water on." And not once. Three of our kids were born in the hospital. Uh, our last kid was born right there in that room over there oh. because we're we're that crunchy now. But yeah. We not about that once did I get into the hospital bed with my wife. Like, yeah, exactly. That's not a thing. Exactly. You didn't take paternity leave because you were so... And you didn't I, get hurt. I, and... I did take paternity oh, leave, okay. but not to nurse my kids yeah. or to like but recover you didn't wear the, from the and labor. You, right. and you didn't wear the gown. You didn't wear the hospital gown or anything. Yeah. So, yeah, I worked pretty hard, too. When my wife, uh, on, the, on the first kid... I was there and she was grabbing my hand so much that after the kid was born, I was bruised up right here. Mm -hmm. So I, I went through a little trauma myself. The, the women are going to cancel us, but my wife will recount for the child number one, my oldest, my chest and back, I was sore for days as if I got hit by a car. And it was me just hovering over her, holding yeah. rags yeah. on her, moving this, moving that. And I, I didn't. 
yeah, I'd like to have a hunchback at the end. Yeah. No, we that's we had thing. it real tough, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. I can't bring up the bruised thumb around my wife because she's like, oh, that's your complaint. <laughs> it does Come here. I want to labor for 12 hurt. hours. My back hurt. My thumb's bruised. <laughs> anyway, back, back to the We need to recognize side. our privilege. That, that's right. But, um, but yeah, there's no end. There's no end to privilege. You know, any sort of accomplishment becomes a privilege. Um, any hard work, any you know, it, it, they keep demonizing that. But the whole point is, it's a mechanism to then equalize everything, to distribute mm -hmm. uh, income and distribute everything. I'd say this is a smoking gun that critical race theory does exist in the school systems. Well, they say it does. Yeah. They say it doesn't, and and when you see the articles about it, like when when uh, Glenn Youngkin said, "I'm going to get rid of CRT and I'm going to sign this uh, this executive order," the media then all followed up with, "Which isn't taught in the schools." It's like, no, this is it. It's not called it outright, but That's it is. I this keep, is what yeah, it is. They don't use the word CRT, but you look at all the concepts. They're using all the concepts. Mm -hmm. It's the whole equity thing. Just because we don't it's, call it that doesn't mean it isn't that. But folks on the left, I think, have become convinced that um, we're the crazy ones and it's not being taught. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at the same time, a lot of them then argue for those concepts and say they're good concepts that should be taught, but they're not taught. Well, also remember that when the teachers union suddenly got up and said, well, CRT doesn't exist, but we're going to defend any, um, if, any lawsuits and, and file lawsuits to protect it. It's like, okay, so they're protecting something that doesn't exist. I want to get paid whatever it is, $250 an hour to teach a consult on something that doesn't exist. Exactly. Yeah. Also, now I know the fact checkers are ready at the, they're on Twitter, ready at the keyboard. Um, but I think, I think it was $1.2 million for the critical race theory development plan that Loudoun County Earmark oh, yeah, last year. Yeah. Now CRT doesn't exist and it's definitely not in the schools, but they're developing it to the tune of mm -hmm. over developing a it. Well, yeah. Well, they also say, but don't they say it's taught um, to the educators at the high level? It's just not taught at the lower no. level. But so if they're teaching is, the concepts, bull crap. And I, I say it all the time. You can't. So yes. Critical race theory, the lofty legal theory from Frankfurt School to how it manifests in the American criminal justice system, that is kind of esoteric and high bar, Cornell, whatever. But just like algebra or algebra now, just like calculus five and trigonometry three or whatever is up there. When you're teaching someone one plus one is two, two plus two is four, arithmetic, you can't teach them calculus without teaching them. This is the same thing. You can't teach them CRT and it, it won't anchor in them if you don't first teach them in grade school that whites are bad, Christians are bad, men are bad, military kids, bad, heterosexuals, bad. Yeah, these are the building block concepts to CRT. College is the expectation. I, this is all very, some of these are confusing. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, these are the things you should aspire to in some of these situations and that consider to be bad. I mean, it's, it's. And it's self-defeating because, okay, uh, progressive, you know, whomever, victim, what do you want? Well, I want to go to college, but 
That makes you privileged. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you want to be privileged? It's self-defeating. Yeah. All of this stuff, once you start digging down, it, it doesn't make sense. Right. And and it's all, as I say, it's really just it's just a scheme to then say we have to take everyone's income and then redistribute it evenly. That's what they really want. Right. They don't even care about these concepts so much. And just as long as we're all feeling bad. And, but it's weird. Like I'm remembering also the one that the uh, African American History Museum put out. The ask or the things that are inherent in yeah. white people, and like one of them was like a attitude toward success, punctuality, yeah, being on time. <laughs> well, I've heard no, I've been saying the concept of time apparently is is a white thing. The concept of time and yeah. math and money and budgets and all that stuff. Yeah. Which is funny, and I, I say this to black people all the time, and I'm aware that I can get, a, I have a lot of leniency. This is to your detriment. You are not going to be better off by not budgeting, not saving, not working, not studying, not whatever. And the difference okay. between you and the Ben Carsons, the Dr. Condoleezza Rice, is the whomever is there in in the privilege. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want to say that. I don't want people showing up at my house trying to take my stuff. I, I experienced well, some of those benefits of being studious and hardworking and well, yes, yeah, and, and it gets back college. to what you're saying. Mm -hmm. What are they implying then that that folks should do if those are white thing, concepts? Then what should folks do regarding time, regarding government math, dole. regarding government? Don't let the government tell you yeah. what to do, when to do it, and give you your food and your shelter. Remember that Nancy Pelosi, when they passed Obamacare, yes. she wanted us to be able to follow our hobbies and things like that. And then actually that kind of happened. <laughs> where we got power? The, the governments are doling out money. So people sat at home all day and followed their passions, which was probably a lot of times uh, World of Warcraft or. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this is what, yeah, I heard someone on, uh, uh, it was like a Russell Brand podcast the other day mm -hmm. talking about how we are in or we're moving towards a post-work society where work is not a required thing. There's lots of other things that people would like to do besides work. We're already mm -hmm. there. No generation we in history has worked a 40-hour week. And you try and get a, a young college grad to work 40 hours and they, well, I can't say but, that on you YouTube. Know, they, they complain. <laughs> but you're also, you're normalizing it even more. You're saying... The way we're doing this, we are in a post-work society, and and uh, requiring work is a bad thing, you know. No. Yeah. So so you're. What then if you're my making... hobby is building AR-15s? Is Nancy okay with that? Oh, somehow I don't think so. Yeah. And, and this is the what is it the minimum in what do they call the minimum required income concept? The um, what's uh, the word for that? Not sure. Um, universal wage. Universal oh, income. Universal yeah, wages, the, yeah, the concept of, of universal income. Yeah. Now, here's um, the thing. If they were leading from the front, wouldn't these legislators and policymakers that make 250 plus, wouldn't they lead by example and, you know? Come on. Ain't, ain't, yeah, ain't going to happen. Because <laughs> yeah. what is the universal? Is it 35, 45, 55? It's not too fifty. Yeah. <laughs> I know that. Well, um, well yeah. that's typical for that. What they want in the end, the elites will get the good stuff, and everyone else will just have their little subsistence, and Only they can. In in this in the big mm -hmm. socialist societies, yeah. Take take Russia, 
the oligarchs have plenty of money. And yeah. all China, the oligarchs have tons of money. So it doesn't mm -hmm. result in equality. It results in equality of most of the population, I guess, technically. Um, it, but the, the leadership- They have their 1% too. The, the leadership is the powerful ones living mm -hmm. the, the luxury lives. Did you guys see, did you notice, I'm sure you did, Bernie Sanders' shell game? Because he complained and complained and complained about the millionaires, right? And oh. you could go back. The day he became mm -hmm. a millionaire, it changed to billionaires. Yep. <laughs> the problem is... Yep. That's hilarious. Yeah. See what you That's did, hilarious. It was yeah. amazing. I, I noticed that too. It was amazing. Yeah. Nancy's... Pelosi's there, there are some liberals watching, and I love you for watching the show, and I hope we're, we're challenging your ideas. But Google, ask Siri, whatever you do, Alexa... Google uh, Nancy Pelosi's net worth, and then and then tell me she's on your team. Yeah, she she's very wealthy. Her dad was a big politician, right? And they're they, they were wealthy, so she's one. She's from a wealthy family. I don't know why um, their wealth was never redistributed, but but yeah, all of these and folks. they could do it just like California could do universal socialized whatever they want to call it medicine. They ran the numbers. They saw it would bankrupt the state, so they said, "Ah, we're not going to do it, but we should do it for the country." There isn't a single leftist-controlled state where they have a government trifecta: the governor, the legislature, and the other one, the uh, judiciary. Well, they're the judiciary is supposed to be blind justice and all, but anyway, presumably, <laughs> at least Democrat appointees will say that. Uh, where they have those trifectas, they don't have socialized medicine. They don't have universal basic income or any of any of their fanciful policies. Why doesn't California have? Well, it? they and they they've taken steps to try to 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 move in that direct. They have moved in that direction, but look at the states. They're I mean, these states are burning down. <laughs> They're in a state of collapse. Well, Vermont so to did. go even further yeah. is, Vermont, is Vermont had a a single payer kind of thing for about two years and then they said like we can't do this anymore. Again, I, missed it. I mean yeah it didn't work but now California is saying hey well we can make it work you just it was like uh socialism never been tried that wasn't real socialist medicine we'll do the socialist medicine I right I see New York do it <laughs> I, I feel like there are a lot of New Yorkers outside of the city that would you know be, be calling to like separate <laughs> Yeah, well, California, I think I saw a headline the other day that they ran out of U-Hauls. I mean, people are moving out yeah. of the state at such a rate that they ran out of um, stuff to rent them, to, to get out of the state. Now, They've I hope that those historic people... historic lows yeah. for people moving there. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, pe people are moving. So Austin, Texas is a big destination, of course, of California. Mm -hmm. Austin is especially... Austin. The, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Well, they've taken. I think Austin. they've taken they're Austin, gonna but they're going to take Texas, and that's a scary thing because mm -hmm. two of the big conservative states have been Florida and and Texas. Florida, I think, is increasing in conservatives, but we're going to lose Texas. You know. So eventually, alone. Yeah. When Facebook announced, wait, did they do Houston or Austin? Austin. They bought the biggest. Um, office building in Austin. That is. It's not about tax saving, and it's not about saving their buildings or whatever they are laying siege to texas yeah and someone said this to me at work the other day it was completely off my radar mm -hmm. but the the fec violation or the fec regulations the amount of money facebook will be able to give 
in political races is like state. Um, so now it's going to be virtually limitless in Texas. So they're, yeah. they're, they're going to Jeff Bezos. Just as they heavily uh, influenced the last election, they'll mm -hmm. even be able to do more so. Yeah, Zuck Zuckerberg. Like <laughs> but, um, but, but yeah, so as more of these states flip from red to blue, that means uh, the White House, we will eventually have no uh, Republicans in the White House again, right? Because you're, you're going to lose the states. We'll hold Florida, but so many of these others are flipping. Um, of course, what goes in con contrary to that, of course, is what happened in Virginia. We flipped. We, we were a red state. We flipped blue. And then in the last election, look what happened. So what's going on? There's been some really close analysis of Virginia just going against whoever's in the White House. Uh, and mm. someone said that to me, and I was like, oh, my goodness. I was kind of thinking it was McDonald. And like, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Not completely, because we did have McAuliffe and uh, old blackface. But this isn't normally here. This is my not-to-settle reminder to <laughs> that. I mean, we got to talk about this guy. Um, and I check almost all of these boxes. I am not a woman for Glenn Youngkin, or at least I you know could be. I, I could be. That's true. Your wife might be. Yeah. But uh, lots of doors knocked and phone calls made for this guy. I'm glad that he's in office. But, but what do, how do you guys think it's going to go? Well, look, first of all, I don't think that it's just necessarily a back and forth trend because uh, I think for Virginia was traditionally a red state mm -hmm. for the longest time. And and I think what happened is, is you have more people, more people from the north that are liberal and what moving in and moving in and moving in. That's what really flipped us. So we became blue. But also once the, they took the growth of the federal government, well, the growth of the federal of government, they all yeah. say, Arlington yeah. is DC. Yeah, if you Arlington is, if you don't vote for the Democrats, your federal benefits might be at risk. Your right. job so might be at I risk. I think there's a definite trend there. But then I think when they took power, instead of being smart and saying we're going to do what we want to do uh, a little at a time, they made a big jump in the school system and, and everywhere else. And they went too far and people just revolted. So I think it's interesting times. I think something different is happening. Yeah, I mean, they, the Republicans controlled the state legislature for a long time. They didn't control the statewide positions. But then once they, the, two years ago, they get the House and the, the um, Senate and they went crazy. I mean, you had abolishing the death penalty. You had legalizing weed. You had equity, equity, equity. Um, in my neighborhood, one of the big things was there was a state delegate who said it was inequitable to, for the police to stop someone with a, a loud muffler. So statewide, there, you, cops can't stop someone for a loud muffler. Now, that was supposed to not stop to, to keep the poor person from getting pulled over. Instead, all these kids went out and bought the loud mufflers. And yeah. they, you can hear someone leaving in my, my neighborhood at 4.30 that in the morning driving. doesn't oh. make sense at all. Exactly. I just wish that it was a requirement for, like, they're doing, this is funny, because this is CRT in the criminal justice system where they have to see the crime through the eyes of the criminal. I wish policymakers had to see the eyes through the or see the issue through the eyes of the people that are going to try and get over on their stupid policies. Cause that's a, Oh, there's mm -hmm. a way I, there's a cheat code for me not to be eligible to get pulled over. 
<laughs> of yeah, course I'm exactly. doing that. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't even know about this, and I'm yeah. thinking about it. Like, God. Well, they're supposedly they're going to come back, um, and they're going to reinstitute that because, yes. like I said, it's just it's people going up and down my streets um, doing that, and there's this other just parts. Local or state troopers? No, it's state. Okay. If yeah. there's anything, a Virginia state trooper is giving you the ticket, period. My college roommate, one of my best friends, is a Virginia state trooper, and he told me before he even went to the academy, he said, no, man, if I pull you over, I got to give you the ticket. I was <laughs> like, dang, you don't even have the hat yet. Calm down. Wow. Uh, okay. I don't know. Let's test it out. Well, I was down at the inauguration, and they had a... Uh all the state troopers out there and they were all looking pretty badass in their hats. So yeah, yeah they, they all were doing, doing the stare down. I did. I did knock them though. My, my security brain knocked them. There was a picture of the drum and five court going by. You could tell who's police and who's like an agent because the mm -hmm. cops were looking at watching the band go by with the drums and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but they were out in the crowd, but they were looking this way. <laughs> and I was like, back to your post, you guys. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So there's so many things. The FBI, the midterms, what's going to happen with Congress, Nancy Pelosi's eyebrows. We could, there's, we could go virtually any direction. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, yeah. And as far as the future, it's I, I think there's a, um, I think it's true that there's going to be a, a red wave that's going to happen because once again, we're getting back to the thing of uh, for, the left trying to Congress or yeah, well, yeah, con Congress, um, Senate. I mean, I mean everything. Um, but but the folks on the left try to outdo each other, right? Mm -hmm. If we have these policies in place, well, you're not. That's not enough. I can outdo you there. And they've gone so fast that the country is is uh, kind of outraged about this. But Congress is going to flip, I think, big time. It's set up for it. Um, it. I mean, but then November is a million miles away. It's it something could happen in the interim. Uh, my worry is that it will all hinge on abortion, and when the Supreme Court comes down at the end of June with their decision in the Texas case, that that could end up being the next five months of media coverage. Yeah, um, that's well, another five months yeah. of this inflation, which he finally addressed right. today. I haven't been able to watch it. Oh, it was I, a I walked by and I was like, oh my gosh, he's, he's talking about this, but I have meetings, you know, adult stuff. <laughs> but, I, you know, I think one of the pieces in what happened, there's a lot of reasons that for, what, for what happened in the Virginia election, but I think one was the extreme unpopularity of Biden. Mm -hmm. And so that, I don't think that's going away when the midterms hit. He is unpopular. He's getting more unpopular by the month. And that's going to affect. Eighty-one million that's votes. Affect, yeah. He's more popular I, than LeBron I go James. back. I, I hope I don't get you canceled by this, but the Navarro report, the Navarro report, you know, mm -hmm. um, it's something like eighty-eight pages made an amazing case. Yeah. That dude didn't get eighty-one million votes. It's it's a that is such a freaking fantasy. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, I saw and I realized that it shocked me because it was so unusual, but. And my, my wife had said that we were at Target or somewhere and we saw like our first ever Biden Kamala sticker on a car. And I, I didn't even recognize it. I, mean, I remember when Obama was running that, you know, yes, we can. The stupid little something was everywhere. 
Yankin signs were everywhere. Yeah. yeah. MAGA stuff was literally everywhere. Yeah. Like, you know, you you go take the toilet paper off it said, you know, make America great again. <laughs> but Biden Harris well, did they even have campaign materials? They didn't run yeah. a campaign to well, yeah, he hid in his basement, but yeah, uh, I, you know, you can go to these uh, little vendors in D.C. right now for the tourist, and you're going to see Trump shirts and hats and stuff. Mm -hmm. You're not going to see Biden stuff. Trump's not even in office anymore. Well, that was the thing with uh, Nicholas Sandman at the Lincoln Memorial after, I guess it was two years ago after the uh, March for Life that's this week. The kids went to the vendors and bought the MAGA hats. And then that, then they became the targets because of that, because the vendors know what the people want. They they wanted the MAGA gear. Well, the kids and the FBI. They yeah, and the FBI. <laughs> they buy those two. Got to mm -hmm. have some stock. So that one photo just made me laugh out loud. And I'm looking like two or three of them are in their law enforcement stance. Their elbows are bent. Their fingers are not interlocked. You know, I'm just like, just go ahead and like. Put your hand on your gun at this point. <laughs> like everyone can tell. Oh, goodness gracious. The best. I don't know too much about it, but this other, this guy they keep on talking about, uh, Ray Epps, is it? What do you guys know about that? Or what do you think about that? I don't know. If he's not an agent, then they have him on paper for sure as mm -hmm. a confidential informant. Uh, and that, that freaking clown that they put up. Now, I, I wanted to wear the military uniform until they asked me to stop coming back. And then I wanted to go right into some type of 1811 federal agent position. Secret Service and FBI were high on my list my whole entire life. You know, the, the government's just broken my heart with what my vision of yeah. what mm -hmm. service to the country was and what that, how that manifested in reality. So now I'm private sector all the way. Uh, but being in that world for so long he, he and seeing that clown that they put out that couldn't answer anything ted cruz i'm i'm sorry why are you even here you if, yeah. if she's got a pull string that says i can't answer yeah. that then you know send your fu postcard to congress you're not answering any questions chris ray is never going to speak to anyone there and uh yeah no he's i don't know if he's an agent he well, why don't you explain what that exactly uh, What little I know from it is that he was one of the guys on January 6th yeah. who was seen, was originally cited in all the media stuff, but he's apparently still a free man. While other people have been put in jail for much less. He for, was you know, an agitator. I yeah. did not sit for the Capitol. Again, I, I sent all my pictures and stuff, but I was there and I remember seeing him up on, he was not on the scaffold when I saw him. He was up on, a, oh gosh, so you're coming in, this is the house side, there's like not the steps right up on, right but up there's the portico grass. The, and, oh, okay. And there, well, there's grass and then there's like another kind of few steps, like six steps, not the big steps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's a concrete thing up there, and he was up on it. He wasn't the most agitator. Or there was someone in the crowd still, saying, the tree still. of liberty needs water. And <laughs> I was like, that, he was, that guy was drunk. Um, but I saw him yeah. up there, and I was like, you know, this guy's in trouble, because I was with this group of women, and they wanted me to come and be their security guy and tell them when it was if the situation was dangerous, which when I smelled the unmistakable smell of, you know, CS gas type thing, I said, Hey, we're getting out of here. Mm -hmm. uh, 
but he was up there and obviously egging people on and agitating yeah. the crowd yeah. and it was painfully obvious well and he anyone. wasn't the only one there were there's a couple others that have been identified too yeah, i believe there were some other that there. that were that they've got their face on camera they could easily find them but for some reason they've decided uh those those folks don't matter well there's the so guy in utah it, the uh the antifa guy the the black guy uh for okay. lack of a better term yeah for him but he was the one he also was agitating, was ushering people in the building, but also had the camera with him and was selling his video to, uh, I think it was NBC, because he was there yeah. when Ashley Babbitt got shot. Uh, so, yeah. But, you know, it's interesting, too, because I've got my liberal friends that um, I'll, I'll say, well, you know, where's all the violence and stuff? And they'll say, well, well, you know, they found uh, pipe bombs on Capitol Hill. It's like, you, you know what? They didn't find that these pipe bombs were not even at the Capitol. They were in the Capitol Hill neighborhood. The first ones they found were at the RNC. Yeah, so, RN, yeah, RNC so, so, and DNC, but not even on the Capitol grounds. And 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 there, there's there's certainly no evidence that it was put there by any Trump people or any January 6th mm -hmm. protesters. In fact, there's probably who's got the record of violence in this country. There's probably a pretty good chance it was uh, Antifa or the left. That wanted to set this stuff off for all of the searches why do we not have anything on this person yet we've seen pictures I and mean, there, there has been some video some ring doorbells or whatever you but, know they uh, started to show the for anyone who believes that the government the united states government who spends 10x on our military and our intelligence apparatus than any of the rest of the countries combined who thinks that in one of the most heavily surveilled areas and one of the most heavily surveilled buildings that they don't have. I mean, this is a government that has vascular mapping video capabilities where if, oh, yeah. if your face is covered, ooh, they can do a thermal map of your, your vein mm -hmm. map is the same as like a fingerprint. It's that unique. Wow. Okay. So the, to think that that government, is incapable of finding people. And then they started rolling out footage and you're seeing weird camera angles and you're seeing that there are cameras hidden in devices because you're like, oh, I've stood here and this is a, a statue or something. There's no camera. Yes, there is. So now, yeah. now to see that and to still believe oh, they can't find you know these people is bull crap. Everyone that's within a mile of these federal buildings is surveilled. Well, and then there's a theory from uh, what they're calling uh, Blue Anon, which is the left mm -hmm. version of, of QAnon. Mm -hmm. um, th this group is saying they think it's uh, M MGT. Who? Uh, M M MT, oh, Mar Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor, Taylor Green, Green is... That she put the pipe bombs out herself. <laughs> that's, their, that's the theory that they have put out. Okay, but there... Wasn't she like... So was she like AOC? Was she... Being killed in another building, or yeah, I don't know yeah. where she was. <laughs> I'm under attack. My life is flashing before my eyes. Yeah, uh, you were. Is she one building. of the congresswomen that carries? Yeah, because we know um, Lauren's packing. Mm -hmm. She she probably just. I, I would guess that she she probably does just wow. based on, yeah. on her views. You know, you get those emails of her with the fifty cal. She's like no, prone with that. The, they they send. I'm on one of her email list, and the banner at the top of the email is her prone with the Barrett rifle. Uh, <laughs> you know, this is a uh, Bobert. Uh, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, she's 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 cool. Yeah. 
Um, well, you know, and, and this was also the theory behind, you know, the uh, Tim Pool show got swatted. And oh, part right. of the theory was that uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene had been on the day before and, and someone may have confused the days. And, um, you know, the, as they're saying, somebody could have been killed. The, the call to send the cops in, you know what I'm talking about, mm -hmm. um, could have been an attempted, uh, you know, trying to take somebody's life on the show, her life or Tim Pool's life mm -hmm. or something, because their studio is full of guns. And when you have cops kicking the door in with guns, somebody could get killed. Right. We don't have any guns in the studio. That's a stick. Uh, <laughs> so... You got the rubber tip on there, the uh, red tip. The, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's plastic. Yeah. Just set this on top. Yeah. Of but, it. you know, yeah. Could you imagine you got this? You got, let's say, you got a handgun and you hear somebody well, kick yeah, the door of your gun in that, in that tray right they, there. Yeah. There you go. Somebody kicks, <laughs> so. somebody kicks the door of your house in. There could be, you don't know what's yeah. going to happen, right? So, yeah, that was, that well, was a I, scary I incident. Know it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you're hoping it's not a fake thing where someone called the cop saying it'd be really um, unfortunate if it yeah. was one. The last thing a cop wants to do is 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 shoot, you know, a dad in his house. And the last thing that I want to do is shoot a cop in my house. Oh yeah, yeah. And the swatting is particularly dangerous because it is exigent circumstance. It is no knock. It is unannounced. It's it's loud. It's fast. It's violent. But it's yet another of these things that's now being done. People say, are we in a civil war? Are we sort of in a cold civil war? But there, there are acts of violence that are mm -hmm. being done all the time, disrupting businesses, disrupting people's lives and potential acts of violence. So in many ways it's, it's weird because it's couple two of... innocent parties attacking yeah. each other. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a tactic this... of war. It's mm -hmm. a ta yeah. terrorism tactic. Now, I often put this test to leftists to to kind of expose them is, you know, tell me one thing. And that's part of the platform, you, the Democratic narrative that you disagree with. And they, they never have. They're a 10 out of 10 all the time. Um, but I've changed a lot of my views. So a lot of my what we would call pro-law enforcement views. I'm obviously still pro-law enforcement. I, I got the darn flag right here. Um, but I changed I changed on a dime on no knock warrants. And um um, so announce lists and one other thing, um, because I realized that it puts the onus on the private free citizen to participate in officer safety. And yeah. now I know that I, I don't need to, just like New York tried to pass this crazy law some years ago that you had to intervene. Uh, so say my wife is somewhere five foot two, hundred pounds, you know, but someone's getting assaulted or whatever. She has to intervene. That's the same. <laughs> Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that's insane. So if it's just someone my size, six one two, whatever, I think I'm two fifteen now. So what's she gonna do other than become victim number two? Right. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. So to force someone to participate in in the in the officer safety, and I realize that there's no benefit, there's no potential benefit to the free man, the free citizen, for them not, you know being troubled with announcing themselves. But so you said something interesting too. You said you change your views because you think through these issues. You don't just hear what is being said somewhere. You think through these issues and you make up your own mind. You do your own analysis. That I think is a difference with folks on the left. 
and Our you gotta admit you're wrong because I was staunch. Yeah. I was, you know, yeah. they're cartels, they're drug dealers, they're all this stuff. And yeah. what do you expect the officer to do? I was way on that side, mm -hmm. dug in. I always feel like what, what I what I believe in is trying to figure out what's true and what's right. I have no allegiance to conservatism, to no politician, to anybody. I uh, want to figure out what's true and right. So uh, that is inherently conservative. That is Just, inherently we conservative. We want to be in accordance with card. what is true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, we, that's a privilege want, statement, I guess. We want to live in accordance with the truth. But see, but, but, and, and what that means, though, is analysis, and it means evidence, and it means logic and reason, whereas folks well, on the left are so wound up with these emotional things, they don't even, thinking through stuff is, is just not, it's not a, it's not such a popular thing. The mm -hmm. thinkers over there, but they're, they're more likely to adhere to a whole array of views. Those the preconceived notions dominate. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna let the dog out. So sure. you, you guys get to be full screen. Look at that. Hey. hey. But um, see, and this is another thing. This is a thing that I notice about some of my liberal friends. Uh, I mean, I'm in chat groups where we've got two or three conservatives and two or three liberals. The conservatives are constantly bringing up points and talking, wanting to talk through things, and the liberals are will be more like. Ah, that's wrong. That's wrong. It's like mm -hmm. you don't want to really talk and discuss stuff. You just want to say your side's stupid, your side's wrong. So that's a difference. Mm -hmm. It's a big difference. It must be nice, you know. It's just such an easy going. <laughs> the media carries water, and yeah, it's exactly. it's so wildly unpopular to be, you know. And then you you guys were I was born in 89, but you guys are around when Democrats were the rage against the machine, fight the power, the oh, establishment yeah. oh, is yeah. bad, you know, all of the big farmer people should be thrown in jail, and, and how, like, what on earth has happened? And The flip is kind of amazing, isn't it? That's yeah. the one that really My, gets me, is the people that just two, three years ago were against gen genetically modified foods. And oh my God, uh, <laughs> Frankenfood. Genetically modified humans. <laughs> exactly. Now they will do. They will come and throw us in jail if we're oh, not man. vaxxed and boosted yeah. and all that. Well, and it it was corporations are evil. Take down yeah. the corporation. And now it's like oh, Facebook, Wall Street titans, the titan, the uh, uh, oligarchs of the tech world. These know, people are the one percent. Mark Zuckerberg is. I, I don't know if this yeah. is a surprise to the left. He's rich. <laughs> like he's white. He's male. Is he married? I don't know. Yeah, he's married. Yeah, he, he's married he, as a kid. But, but he's um, rich. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, and 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 the, the, you got the, the you got the Google guys, and then so then you've got all the woke corporations uh, on Wall Street, which are the business oligarchs who are tied into the Democrat Party. I mean, it Jeff is Bezos. Jeff Jeff mm -hmm. Bezos, who owns the Washington Post. He's a freaking um, hero of theirs. Yeah. And so now it's, well, if science, you know, whatever the corporations say, whatever the science says, uh, you just believe it. Don't question it. Don't. Science means the, don't the question science. The science trademark, all rights reserved. That's right. Mm -hmm. Right. It's a principle. When you say the science, are you talking about Dr. Fauci representing science? The, or are you talking about. The science means the, it's established and you can't question it. Which is completely what science is. Questioning science is not a part of science. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
rigorously testing hypotheses and no. well the scientific method is racist so we just toss that yeah, out science and, and yet we all know too that science keeps changing the whole virus thing and what's right and wrong keeps mm -hmm. changing so established science means what well, it changes because coronavirus used to mean common cold in the medical dictionary, but now it means the plague. <laughs> yeah. Science well, I, I have said I've said Omicron means Oma means mild and Chrome means cold. Mild, cold means mild. That's not true, but um, it might as well be. Well, I finally got it. I went to every oh, super did. spreader. I've gone to. Probably seriously, I've probably been to near a hundred rallies. I was there on Insurrection Day. I've, I've done and, everything and but Omicron. lick someone with COVID, and I just got COVID so a week or two before Christmas. Yeah. And, and how how was it? Was it rough? Was it? It sucked. <laughs> My wife okay. got sick for okay. two days. Yeah. Well, she was sick for longer, but she was bad for two days. I was bad for about four days. Uh, chills i was sweating through stuff so i was in bed for like two and a half days uh with the body aches and and the only thing that lasted for about four days was headache i had a terrible headache for like four days but it was a cold if i had to if our livelihood depended on me trudging out to work i would have had to suck it up buttercup and go to work they would have freaked the heck out yeah uh, but I've got some friends in Ashburn uh, that live within the radius of my house that had Omicron, and most of them was fairly mild. Most of my that's friends too. That's what I keep hearing yeah. too. So one question most would be: my friends were, they, Why, they got why, were why should crazy. everyone go get vaccinated now for Omicron if maybe the best solution is just get Omicron and then we can finally establish herd immunity? Was your mom this mom? When someone had chicken pox, I was just gonna say that. And you, yeah, we're going like, come on, what has happened to the world? I know, yeah, I know. I don't think that my parents ever did the chicken pox party thing, but they were happy when I got it, and yeah, yeah. Well, but we're, we're is, pro vax. I've yeah. never had the chicken pox, I got the chicken pox vaccine. I'm the only one of my six, yeah. si my five siblings that didn't mm. get the freaking chicken. My dad got the chicken pox as an adult, and I, I got the jab for that. Uh -huh. But see, this is what we were talking about earlier, which is when, when the COVID thing does finally go away, because they're so they're so freaky about these masks, you know, we can't get rid of the mask no matter what. When COVID goes away, they're going to say, OK, but people have colds. You wear the mask because you'll transfer a cold. You'll transfer all sorts of things. So there could be a justification to just go for you know, years. I do recall regular flu seasons, particularly older people, but then just some people would just wear a mask my whole entire life. It mm -hmm. was never mandated. It was never just like if you got sick, they didn't need to mandate you drink chicken noodle soup or stay warm or drink fluids. It was just mm -hmm. kind of common knowledge. You do this crap. The issue is, other than the mandates of the tyranny and all that, the issue is when the plague was happening, Spanish flu, this, that, and the other thing, the evidence was bodies in the streets. The evidence was, you know, people walking around looking like lepers and you can kind of, you know, dead man walking. That's, mm -hmm. that's why it wasn't from imprisonment. It was from disease is where the saying comes from. That was the evidence. It was all around you. The evidence of COVID is the mask, which is a virtue signal. Mm -hmm. And you find yourself forgetting like, 
oh, we're in a pandemic. There's a deadly virus swirling around. Unless you see the mask or the mm -hmm. people that have their little band-aid, but they like they should just get it tattooed <laughs> by now. Oh yeah. Uh, but it's just like a it's a signal. I'm the virtuous one, and they don't want to be mistaken for Republicans. <laughs> but as yeah. I was saying to Charles on the way over, um, now that the Omicron variant is out there and it's highly transmissible and you can get it if you've gotten boosted and jabbed and whatever, oh, now it's becoming yeah. less of a scarlet letter and more of, more of the, oh, it's just something that we're all going to get. And so the elites are starting to, they're, they're never going to give in. But they're going to be at least more lenient. Uh, they're not going to be. Yeah, well, but how uh, do you reconcile that with the fact that our school system has just said, the governor said, it's up to parents whether you wear a mask. And our school system has said, no, we're overriding that. You have to wear. So yeah. are they really getting more lenient? They're, they're allowing themselves, like, they're not demonizing the people that are getting it necessarily now because they're the ones getting it. Um, but they're still going to demonize people who might be spreading it, like to the super spreader kind of thing. Uh -oh, oh, here comes one oh. for Glenn. <laughs> yeah, the Glenn's women are coming down. Because they will, I mean, this today. I'm glad I wore pants. I ran that. into two people um, today alone who have not been able, who have been um, thrown out of DC restaurants because they didn't have the proper vaccination ID. Um, to be able to go sit in a, to, to be able to walk into a restaurant, well, you have to present your um, credentials and then you have to walk through in your mask. But then once you get to the table, you take your mask yeah, off. Yeah, no, that's just what I was going to say is I, I've it's seen safe. people there. get thrown out of restaurants because they go in and they don't have the mask. And there's like, you got to put the mask on. And they say, yeah, but the people sitting down aren't wearing masks. It's like, you have to wear the mask from here, four feet over to the table. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't have a map. Well, then you thing. can't come in. What? This is how non-deadly it is and how everyone's over it. I, my TSA pre-check, if I'm even allowed to fly anymore, I'm sure I'm on some list, but my TSA pre-check lapsed. I made the, it's the mortal sin. You, you got to do it before. You got to read it mm -hmm. before it lapses because it's a whole pain in the butt. Um, so I got to go to the airport, right? I don't wear a mask. I don't wear a mask anywhere. I've been into all of the government buildings and I've gone and I've spoken at school board meeting, town council, don't wear a mask in there. Every, everyone just kind of knows. We've had some of the legal conversations about it and now the employees know, which the, the people in power there are still not willing to say this publicly, but now the employees know actually Joe's right and he'll sue and win. So we just let him do his thing. <laughs> but uh, so I've explained it to them. It's And it's funny, it's OSHA training, guys, because if someone asks you for your medical condition, if you if you have a medical condition or you're vaccine positive, they, they need the OSHA training. That's, that's a whole thing. We'll, we'll save that for another episode. But I walked into the airport and I fully intended on, I was actually like, you know, this is federal, it's a different game, DHS is in here. I fully intended on wearing a mask, but I don't wear a mask, so I just forgot. So I walked in and that's going to annoy me. Sorry, women for Glenn. <laughs> so I walked in and I just forgot, didn't put it on. Walked in, this is, this is I don't want to say which airport, but I walk in. Airports are always confusing, and who knows where everything is? Security. So I walked up to a police officer, and I said, hey, he was, he was an Asian gentleman, and I said, hey, uh, do you know where either the reception desk is, help desk, or the TSA pre-check enrollment? And he did not know, so he sent me to, he didn't know where that office was, so he sent me to information, 
walked over to information. I said, hey, do you guys know where he, he didn't say anything? <laughs> and he had his mask on and everyone else yeah. did. And, yeah. uh, and I talked to this lady at information. And she sent me and it wasn't until I got to the TSA a-hole uh, that it was noticed. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> and I'm just, yeah. and I totally forgot. I was like, oh man. I'd be wearing a mask. But you know, I was, I could have killed everyone. You know, that's like, right. There might be people dying right now because this was like last week. Yeah. And uh, yeah. But you know what I did forget? I forgot my passport. So I need to go back. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Wait, an ID? Wait, a required ID? They do. Airports are very racist. They do require IDs to fly. They apparently don't. They don't want. They don't want black people in airports. And to be in a DC restaurant now. That's why they didn't see me. It wasn't because of the mask or the passport. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but yeah. So haven't they blown their whole um, voter ID is racist when New York then says? Well, these black folks have to have the IDs to go do anything in the city. Yeah. So, you, you know what you need to get vaccinated? So what is it? Yeah. An ID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's strange how, like, I know. Yeah. How, can, how come black people can't get an ID to vote? But if they're getting vaccinated, then they got to have IDs. Mm-hmm. And then and they it, have to keep up with their, their, their vaccine ID after that, too, right? Which might require the use of the internet. Yeah. Yep. But like the one guy I was talking to today, black guy in D.C. could not sit at a lunch counter because he didn't have his Vax ID. You can reenact, oh. like right now today, we can reenact scenes from 1930s and 40s Germany or 1960s, early 70s civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to get in costume or anything. We could just live our lives and reenact any of those scenes. Yeah, yeah. Get, get a bunch of uh, unvaccinated black people in D.C. walk into something like uh, Joe Ben's Chili Bowl, sit at the counter, and ask to be served. And if they're not, if they I'm don't have their backside, get some yeah. muscle to throw people out. Mm-hmm. You know, Fresh Prince of Bel Air style. <laughs> you get some uh, fire hoses, which dogs. once dogs. again, which once again <laughs> proves that the left. Is, or the fascists. Mm-hmm. They've always been the fascist. Uh, they've tried to switch it on us, but it's becoming more clear every day that they're the, they're the real fascist. Mm-hmm. Mean, meanwhile, if you notice in the media, they're talking about how um, the right is subverting democracy and, ter- and and creating tyranny in this country. You know, That's a constant refrain. I don't know how we're doing it, but they keep saying it. Mm-hmm. But we keep on. They, if they play the January sixth footage with it, then it makes it. Yes, because the right scary. January sixth footage. The, just got to have the right lighting, and, <laughs> and they they recolor so many things. They recolor, you know, white people to make them. If they're claiming some type of minority status, they recolor them. Megan Markle is a prime example. My whole life, I thought she was just a basic white girl, but when she comes out as black. They actually touched her up like Instagram filter style to make her appear darker. Hmm. And then you'll have the opposite will happen. And, you know, uh, um, someone who's Arabic or, or a light-skinned black person commits a crime. The footage, the whatever surveillance footage, they'll lighten it to try and make it look like a white person doing something bad. CNN does that all the time. Wow. Well, CNN, it's like- you guys do that. This is, I'm not 
retracting this because well, I've got links. It's like that's like the terrorist incident down in Texas where they kept referring to the guy as a British citizen. He's a British citizen, mm -hmm. but he was he wasn't British, but they didn't want to, you know, say the wrong thing. I heard that's called Coulter's law, law that the further the, the longer they don't announce who the mm -hmm. assailant is, the more likely that he's not white. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, the, the guy with the truck and the parade. Uh, mm -hmm. um, there was a black mass shooter that escaped the news cycle somehow. <laughs> it's, yeah. Well, in my neighborhood, um, the mass murderer guy, the serial killer, the shopping cart, the killer, shopping cart, yeah. the shopping cart killer, it killed possibly five people now, but it doesn't fit the narrative. Honestly, if the DC snipers happened again right now, which I was sure they were white people, I'm sorry, but if that happened again, I would not get rational <laughs> and they would stop because it was staggered. They would stop rolling the footage of the previous killings. Mm -hmm. Or yeah, heck, if they got caught in Virginia in Arlington, Fairfax, Atlanta, they wouldn't prosecute. Yeah. They'd say those people well, deserve to die. Well, in San Francisco, they'd let him go for sure. You know, yeah. it's like, eh, yeah, this doesn't pass. It's something too bad. Um, yeah. Oh, we have, we're we've probably we're gone an hour already. But you said San Francisco. I, I would have to go here because everyone's saying, oh, this is fake news. This is not happening. Oh, no. Let's see. Let's see. This is the wrong one. There it is. People are saying Biden inflation's not real. It is. But uh, this, oh, this, this, this is, is crazy. what happens this is crazy. when you order something. Some people have one of my print shops for, for my fabulous merch like this is in California. And I had to stop doing business with them. There's one in Miami. I think there's one in Washington State. But when you order something, it doesn't show up. It's not porch pirates. It's like these freaking Ripping it off of you 90 have seen this. Cars. It's yeah. unbelievable oh, yeah. the amount of like Amazon products and yeah. stuff that it, that it just... This is a unique supply chain problem. And it's not yeah. that they're not, man, and manufacturing is impacted. Uh, try and get some lumber or, you know, some mm -hmm. large quantities of paper or anything like that. But come on, aren't they supposed to be the environmentalists trying to right. save the world? Mm -hmm. There's masks all over the street. And yeah. I've seen pictures of this with the saying, sure glad that uh, California outlawed straws. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. And they're also I've saying seen, some oh, of these man. things in there are uh, COVID tests. There's like unused yeah. COVID tests in yeah. there. It's like, how come they aren't taking those and selling those on the street corner? I think they'd get more money for that than like even an Xbox these days. Oh, gosh. The, the COVID test. So everyone's getting sick. Everyone's getting COVID. And, and the guidance now is stay home and until you're asymptomatic for five days and then go back to work. So why are we spending billions on COVID tests? It's, it's like the person who their boss makes them go to the doctor and get a sick note. Mm -hmm. And the doctor's like, we're going to hit your insurance for me to say that you're sick? Like, you're sick. Yeah. Just get a sticky yeah. note and scribble on it mm -hmm. and say, the doctor said I was sick. <laughs> yeah. If you're sick, don't go into work. If you're not sick, then you're not going to get the test anyway. But these yeah. tests, and they're saying it'll take two? Well, they're also, I think, so one thing I saw said, if you <laughs> order right. the government test, it'll take seven to 10 days to get it to you. Yeah. So you'll get it after you've gone through the, the um, but can't, and period. you're well again. Doesn't now. it say, but isn't it also, you've got to take it within your first four days of symptoms or it doesn't, yeah, the efficacy is. 
Well, the it, efficacy is already off of yeah. the test. But I think it says on it, you got to take it in the first four or five days of symptoms. Well, now some people might say, too, if the test is positive, you should go to your doctor to verify that you actually have it, too. So, yeah. so that's the that's the accuracy of the test, right? Yeah, go to the go see the doctor. And then they can make money and, off the Yeah, the and then COVID the doctor problems. says, yeah, you were sick. Yeah, I know I was sick. And instead of doing all that, don't Google this because Google and big tech is controlled. Instead of doing all that, go to the library and find these things. They're magical. They're called, they're called books. This is one of them. They have them in this place called library. And you're going to go to reference books and there will be medical dictionaries there, encyclopedias and things. And look, and look for coronavirus or novel coronavirus. And I won't tell you what it says, but just... <laughs> see see what it says it does not say bubonic plague plague I'll, I'll tell you that um, well it's it's like you're talking about before back in the back in the day with some of these things 10 year old kids dropping dead you know 20 year olds 30 year olds dropping dead not happening now mm-hmm. well there is sads there's sudden adult death syndrome now that's always been with us but it's just now happening i don't know well, what causes it there's lots of myocarditis going on. Could be it could be cheeseburgers. I don't know. Well, I saw a story recently about how there's a jump in deaths among folks like in their 20s and 30s. They're not sure what it might be. They haven't looked into what might be causing it, but it's happened during COVID. So it's it's like it's not COVID, but something. So you know, it's either drug it's use, it's impossible. It's it's isolation. It's but you know you can't talk about. Uh, the side effects of being isolated and not working and, and all this stuff. Yeah. But you look at the military studies, you look at the um, international court, I forget what it's called, but like uh, UN NATO type stuff. It's that's, that's why solitary confinement is torture. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, like, there's a yeah. whole, whole thing about it. And well, we Russia, can do it to children. The, the Soviets yeah. did extensive testing on very well documented on what this does to the human spirit and uh, which is why or everyone knows this everyone sees there's it's a clearly observable phenomenon that homeless people that are homeless for a long time which isn't a long time it's weeks or a couple of months they have uh mental deficits because they're in isolation no one is speaking with them so even though there are people in proximity to them. Even that level of isolation causes wow. mental yeah. illness. Yeah. But we can't we can't talk about that. You know, there's we also the, can't talk about athletes that are dropping dead all over the place. Soccer player, tennis player. Yeah. European soccer players here. in particular. Yeah. Well, that's conspiracy theory there. Yeah. Maybe but, someone's just killing them. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think Hillary's taken the year off. So, speaking of Hillary, she's apparently going to be a candidate. Some people are saying potential candidate, right, for twenty twenty four. So, I will take any version of these names: Trump, DeSantis, Gnome, Winsome Sears, to include a a Christy Sears or Christy Sears, a, a Winsome. Yeah, goodness gracious, <laughs> a Gnome Sears ticket. A, a DeSantis Sears, DeSantis Gnome, a Gnome DeSantis. 
or Trump and any of those names, I I will take some some people are talking me into Nikki Haley. Um, but those are my top four. Any any configuration of those names. Yeah. Even though Trump and DeSantis would maybe not Nikki they Haley. would uh, Trump and DeSantis are, are two forces that would probably butt heads. The relationship dynamic would be off. Yeah. Yeah. Pence was actually a good pick for him. Um, yeah, at the time, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and I think that there have been some media stories that Trump and DeSantis are bumping heads now, which I think is overblown. I think there were some very mild things said. And of course, they're saying, oh, the two big guys are now fighting each other, which they would love to see. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Trump has made any nicknames for DeSantis yet. So obviously, he's not that big, not that riled up about him. I think he's. I don't know. I think he's going to run again. He's, he's, I think he's going to run again. Yeah. I think he he's is such a force. And he's, he he's, there are people that have undeniable ego and, and I love Trump's presidency, mm -hmm. but I, I can say that I don't think he's an egomaniac, but he, he's got an undeniable ego. Absolutely. And, and I don't see him just, but, but yeah, who, who cares that he, it, that's fine too. If he, he has a big ego, that's fine. One of my far left it's friends, solid. the first thing my far left friend always says about him was, you know, he had this, he was arrogant. He had this big, it's like, since when is that a metric for how you choose a president? Michael Jordan's Don't arrogant. You, Would you sign him on your team uh, back in the 90s? Yeah. Steve Jobs was uh, arrogant, Super arrogant and yeah. he, he was a jerk, but uh, I'm not going to say, well, I'm not buying an iPhone then, you know. You're choosing a person for is immature. It's yeah, stupid. I want somebody that's going to make my life and the lives of my kids better. That's how I choose a president, mm -hmm. not by oh, I think he's got a big ego. Yeah, Trump was not my first choice or my second choice. He was my like 16th choice um, in 2016, but I think he was the man for the job. Just yeah. like right now, um, Glenn Youngkin was not my first choice or second choice for the governor's race. But I realized in retrospect, he was the one. He was the one who was going to win. And with the ticket he had, it was saying we now have a chance to. to take I, I had this conversation. A lot of my close friends were Pete Snyder all the way. And mm -hmm. I told them so was I. Uh, Elizabeth Schultz, love her to death. Um, she knew months ago, like six months before the. She probably knew about primary time that. This was going to come down to education, child safety, and parents' rights. And she said that to Youngkin, not through not through a strategist or Alicia Andrews or someone. She said that to him. Um, oh, was I there? I don't think I was there. Paul Lott said the same thing to him. I was there when Paul Lott said that. Um, uh, ready for Congress in the 10th, if you live in Virginia. Yeah, Paul Lott, he's a big guy. But uh, and she nailed it. And she was, I, I don't want to say who her pick was, but even then, I thought while Pete was good, I didn't think that he was going to, you know, get the touchdown on those issues. Um, so being all in that it is going to come down to education and child safety and parents' rights, I do that it was Glenn was the right messenger for that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, of course, you know, Loudon events just blew the lid off a lot of things. And people, <laughs> oh, yeah. people, yeah. there are conspiracy theorists out there about me, about Ian Prine, about Pryor, about Fight for Schools, that we were dropping stories and this, that, and the other. All of that stuff participated on its own. Like, what? 
I don't even think real puppet masters could get these sexual assaults and 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 um, Scott Ziegler hiding it and sending the email and all that stuff. Like, who, like we couldn't have even planned that. This it was it was a silver platter is what it was. Uh, and then the end result is now you got Yunkin in the governor's office, and I was pushing for Elizabeth Schultz to be secretary of education. She obviously didn't get it, but she is now the assistant superintendent for instruction, which means she's the one that's going to go to all the school boards and route the CRT from the, the curriculums. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if this is not a confirmed position. Oh, my God. It is. Yeah. It is. I, I saw it when it, I think it hit Daily Wire. And, well, she texted me, and um, I, I wanted her for VDOE as well. V, yeah, mm-hmm. VDOE. But uh, I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. I'm super but, but excited. But it's, it's not always about, about Jason. About, yeah, yeah, he's good. Yeah. But it's not always about having the perfect person. You know, we've got friends that want to hold out for that perfect candidate yes. with all the perfect views. And if you do that, the other side will be in power for a hundred years. We, we need teams take, and coalitions. Yeah, no. and you keep taking those steps, one step at a time, even if it's not fast progress. That's that's what you have to do to win. And that person that you're talking about tweeted today oh that gosh. DeSantis <laughs> is disqualified because he's too close to Trump. He's too he's he won't disaffiliate with Trump. So therefore, I guess that means 2024 well, that person's going for Glenn a fight. Youngkin is Donald Trump. I don't know if you saw any of Terry's ads, but it was Donald Trump is bad for Virginia. Yeah. Glenn Youngkin, Donald Trump. I was waiting for them to fuse into yeah. each other. Oh, yeah. Like those commercials and with like he Venus Williams. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Matrix, Venus, Matrix of America <laughs> together. I wanted to just kill my TV. Like Glenn Youngkin's not Donald Trump. He's he's no. so far in departure. No. He's yeah. But we'll put this Trump anchor around him, and he'll no lose. I've got the yard sign in my oh office. My gosh. It's that looks like this, but it says Youngkin equals Trump, and the yeah. the Democrats put that together. But like I I, I have it in my office now yeah. <laughs> yeah. as a trophy. Yeah. So that was your strategy. Guess who won? Youngkin's yeah. not even as hardcore as DeSantis. Like there right. there was a lot no, of real estate no. between Youngkin yeah, yeah, yeah. and Trump. Yeah. Uh, Which puts the uh, um, the marker out there that. Yunkin has two years to do a good job for this before the 2023 election when he can take the Senate and hopefully it can uh, trickle down to our our county governments, our school boards and all that. But he's got to he's got to be an effective leader so far. I mean, it's only been a couple of days, but he's been doing all the right things. Yeah. And if he continues to help get the help from people like uh, Elizabeth Schultz, like um, K. Cole James is the Secretary of the Commonwealth. Andy Wheeler is going to be the uh, natural resources. He has a great bench. Adding all the members. Users. She's down there yeah. too. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, he's he's made some really clutch appointments. Mm-hmm. I, I I think I'm satisfied so far. <laughs> he, has to keep, <laughs> he has to keep doing yeah. the right thing. And and the left has to keep doing the wrong things, keep uh, doing what they're doing. Right. They're and and so both and so far, you know, they are they're not going to back off for anything. Yeah, prove Terry McAuliffe right. Show that like parents can't make a can't be allowed to make decisions. Well, that's still be you know, and it's still being said. I still see it in these Facebook school groups for Loudon. You know, it's parents shouldn't be. 
It's parents codified don't know. in the Virginia yeah. Code. It yeah. always has been. <laughs> parents don't know what's best in education yeah. for their kids. Parents don't know what's best in health care for their kids. Okay, yeah. Government Keep saying that. Best. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Cares well, it's the, old it's the old T-shirt. I'm from the government. I'm here to help, which was a Reagan, Reagan, line, Reagan yeah. quote. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Well, the, the real issue is that parents don't care about their kids as much as the government does, clearly. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So on that note, we're, we're probably well oh, yeah, over time. We'll give you yeah, more than enough stuff. Fine. And that's just fine. Well, I don't edit this. I just let it fly. So this is the end. And I don't even know if I'm going to move over there and shoot a little end thing. So... Thanks for joining the show. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely. like you guys are the only ones that come in studio, which is really just my desk in my home office. Well, we're happy uh, to do it. But uh, it's fun to that way too. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I and know it's we fatiguing could, looking into the camera. It's very we could easily do Zoom, and me and some of our buddies, we've done Zoom stuff, but there's just something about getting together. Mm -hmm. The conversation's a lot more uh, fun and colorful, and and what's cool too is when you kind of make a little background. You know, like the, I've got my phone. It's not a faux bar. It's a real bar, sort of. But you make a cool background, too, and everyone sits around and it makes it fun. I used to have the Constitution and the Declaration up there. But now that I have a job with an actual, you know, it's not remote. You actually go in and put my office decorations back in the office. So you're just on the road, aren't you? Yep. Okay. Yeah, my, my office is facing Top Golf, so I could okay. daydream oh, about yeah. Top Golf all day long. And it's only, what, about a 10-minute drive from here? Yep, that's awesome. Yeah. Don't have to go into Arlington. I mean, my clients used to spread Fort Meade, Fort Belvoir, D.C., all that mm -hmm. ridiculousness and the freaking Pentagon compound. Uh, you want to talk about Wokesters? That'll be a whole other episode. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah, the military said what's happening. Yeah, it's really sad. Yeah, it's all another episode. All right. So that's what we'll do next time I have these guys back. Uh, Charlie, Dave, always a pleasure. Yeah.